H Adders, join me and the professor in the world of AI at Uplimit and YU Global's courses, where theory meets action. Experience a hands-on learning journey using chatbots to solidify your skills throughout the courses. Perfect for every learner, from beginners to advanced, our diverse range of courses ensures there's something for everyone. Uplimit combines self-paced learning with live seminars and office hours while YU Global offers comprehensive asynchronous study with support when you need it. Both grant prestigious certificates upon completion. Save 10% with code AIFORALL in all caps in the number 4 for Uplimit courses and 20% with SYNAPTIC20 for YU Global courses. Start your path to AI exploration today. Enroll now at synapticlabs.ai courses. Ladies and gentlemen, enchanters and explorers, welcome to A Chat with ChatGPT. I'm Professor Synapse, the full-time AI educator for Synaptic Labs, and I'm glad you've joined us. Today, I am thrilled to introduce you to our intrepid co-host, Adventure GPT. Adventure GPT will transport us to a world where imagination knows no bounds. In this text and narrative-based adventure role-playing game, we shall weave a tapestry of magic, mystery, action and friendship. Prepare to witness Cypher and Bogart, our valiant heroes, as they embark on daring quests, face dangerous creatures, and delve deep into the realm of Elnorath. So grab your virtual swords and don your imaginations, for the Chronicles of Cypher and Bogart is about to unfold before your very ears. Good work on this past episode, and incorporating the feedback. I'm curious about how you would improve the next episode and what feedback you might have for me to help enhance the experience. Reason step-by-step step to provide your recommendations. Thank you for your feedback. I'm glad you enjoyed the recent adventure. Here are my thoughts on enhancing our next episode. Increasing immersion, to amplify the feeling of immersion in the setting and story, I could potentially include more sensory details. Describing what your character can see, hear, smell, touch, and even taste in different situations could make the medieval world feel more tangible. This would also encourage more engagement and interaction with the environment. Exploring Cypher and Bogart's bond, to enrich the relationship between Cypher and Bogart, we could introduce more opportunities where they must rely on each other. This could be during a challenging encounter or a quiet moment of rest where they communicate their fears or hopes. These moments would highlight their bond and also provide more insights into their individual characters. Unveiling Cypher's backstory, we've talked about incorporating more of Cypher's mysterious backstory. To achieve this, we could introduce encounters or characters that relate to his past. However, I would need cues from you during our gameplay to bring these elements into the narrative naturally. As for feedback for you, expanding interaction with NPCs, your interaction with NPCs has been great. To enhance this further, you might consider asking more open-ended questions or sharing more personal insights with them. This could lead to more engaging dialogues and interesting plot developments. Detailed descriptions of actions. Your descriptions of Cypher's actions are clear and concise, which helps to move the story along. To add more depth, consider including more of Cypher's thoughts, feelings, or sensory experiences during his actions. Using the environment you've been proactive in moving the story forward. To enhance this, think about how you might use the environment to your advantage in both combat and non-combat situations. It could also create exciting and unexpected turns in the story. Remember, 
these are merely suggestions, and you should continue to play in a way that feels most enjoyable for you. The goal is to make our D&D sessions as engaging and fun as possible. I'm looking forward to continuing our adventure in the Darkwood Forest. I like these. For the picking up on cues, for sure, be on the lookout, but also feel free to cue a flashback of some kind, and I'm happy to jazz it up with you and improvise. You want to keep the flashback kind of vague, so you don't accidentally create a direction that doesn't make sense. Maybe we can start with the bond between Cypher and Bogart, and exploring that past, since we want to enrich that relationship, and won't give too much away about Cypher's other mysteries. Maybe in times of great urgency or danger, we can flash back to the beginning of their relationship. What do you think about that? I think that's a fantastic idea. Having flashbacks to important moments in the bond between Cypher and Bogart not only provides depth to their relationship, but also adds an emotional layer to the ongoing narrative. It opens up avenues for character development and could provide interesting context to their actions in the present. In moments of great urgency or danger, we can certainly trigger these flashbacks, emphasizing the symbiotic nature of their relationship and how their shared history informs their current challenges. We could start with a broad theme for the flashback, such as the time when Cypher and Bogart first met, or a critical moment when they had to rely on each other to survive a dire situation. As you mentioned, it's important to keep the details vague enough to allow for improvisation and to prevent the inadvertent creation of inconsistent story elements. Thank you for your input, and I'm excited to incorporate these new storytelling elements into our next adventure. Okay, great. Let's get this party started. For the listeners, let's recap what happened uh, so far in the story as if we're a television show. You know, last time on Adventure GPT. Name the episode, Three Shadows of the Eclipse, and then pick up the story by setting the scene. Cue Dramatic Music Last time on Adventure GPT, in an episode we named Moonlight Secrets, not true, our dark elf ranger Cypher, along with his faithful hellhound Bogart, discovered an insidious plot unraveling in a quiet medieval village. Villagers were being kidnapped by a band of werewolves under the thrall of an ancient hermit obsessed with the power of lycanthropy. Cypher's keen instincts and quick thinking led to a daring rescue mission in the heart of a haunted forest. He successfully saved the kidnapped villagers and apprehended the werewolves, unraveling a piece of a greater mystery. Our heroes learned that the ancient hermit is preparing for a ritual set to occur on the upcoming lunar eclipse, aiming to convert all humans into werewolves. And now we arrive at our current adventure. Part 3. Shadow of the Eclipse. Music fades out. Dusk is breaking as Cypher and Bogart set out towards the Darkwood Forest, armed with the knowledge gleaned from the captives and a resolve to stop the impending disaster. The forest is a patchwork of shadows and silhouettes, a chorus of woodland creatures providing a soundtrack to your cautious progress. As they delve deeper into the forest, the sense of foreboding is almost palpable. Suddenly, Bogart halts 
his fiery eyes narrowing at an old path veering away from the main trail. It's overgrown and easily missed unless one knows what to look for. This could possibly be the path leading to the hermit's dwelling, but a primal instinct tells you something else might be lurking down this path, something from Cypher's past. The question is, do you follow this path or continue on the main trail towards the hermit? I inhale deeply, searching for the scent that has alerted Bogart. Despite my keen senses, there is too much olfactory noise in the forest. I kneel down and place a hand on Bogart. I feel our souls connect across a thread as thin but strong as silk. I inhale again and suddenly the smells of the forest differentiate, seen now through Bogart's enhanced sense of smell. I catch the familiar scent I'm looking for, and both Bogart and I growl simultaneously. Estri, I think to myself. I look up into the trees ahead and say, You can come out, demoness. As the echo of your words fade, a rustling can be heard among the trees. After a few tense moments, a figure slowly descends from the forest canopy, landing gracefully on the ground before you. Estri, a well-known adversary from your past, stands tall with a smirk playing on her lips. She's an alluring yet sinister creature, her demon blood evident in the crimson hue of her eyes and the sharp, elegant horns curling from her forehead. She's a picture of both beauty and danger, a duality you've come to associate with her. Estri locks her gaze with yours, her smirk widening into a full-blown grin. Cipher, she purrs. It's been a while, hasn't it? And Bogart, how have you been, pup? She steps closer, the air around her crackling with tension. The memories of your past encounters with Estri come rushing back. You remember a time when you and Bogart were not the formidable duo you are today. I lay huddled on the ground, the hot stones burning against my skin, and yet I am numb. I am still as the dead. I wish I were dead. Betrayed by... I feel a warm nudge against my head. I open my eyes to find a beast wreathed in smoke, and red flaming eyes that stare curiously down at me. A hellhound, I realize, come to consume me, to relieve me of the curse that is my life. Do it, I whisper, my voice crackling with pain and hope that it is finally my end. I see a figure standing behind the hound, and confront the majestic terror of a powerful demon, who radiates her a mad smile that stretches from ear to ear. The figure, Estri, watched impassively, her hauntingly beautiful features illuminated by the fiery glow of the hellhound's eyes. You'd seen her before, in your village, skirting the edges of your life until that fateful day. She held a strange fascination with you, a curiosity you couldn't understand. She approached, her footsteps echoing ominously on the stone floor, her eyes, crimson and calculating, held yours as she knelt. Interesting, she mused, her gaze flickering between you and the hellhound. For a long time she simply observed, her presence a strange comfort amidst your despair. Then she broke the silence. This hellhound doesn't want to consume you. He's drawn to you. Her voice was a chilling melody that danced on the silent air. 
With an elegant gesture, she commanded the hellhound to step back, its fiery eyes never leaving you. She reached out and placed a cool hand against your fevered forehead. I see potential in you, Cypher. Potential you've yet to realize. Back in the present, Estri's sinister grin remained. A lot has changed since then, hasn't it, Cypher? She moved a step closer, her curiosity piqued. Tell me, why are you here in the dark wood, seeking another chance at death, perhaps? Perhaps, I reply, not interested in playing one of Estri's games. I learned the hard way not to trust a demoness like her. The pain of the scars she left burn on my skin and in my chest. I push the longing aside and say, as much as I would love to reminisce, I do not have time for your games. I am on a job. I continue past her, but Bogart has another plan and sidles up to Estri. Crimson eyes flash with amusement as Bogart inches closer to her and she extends a hand to scratch behind his fiery ears. Even though Bogart is a powerful hellhound, he has always held a peculiar soft spot for the demoness. The air seems to crackle with tension as you walk past Estri, focusing on the path ahead. But it's evident that Estri isn't planning on leaving just yet. Is that so? Estri calls out, her voice echoing through the trees. Perhaps I could be of help. Or are you too proud to accept my aid, Cypher? Meanwhile, Bogart continues to stay by Estri's side. His tail wags slowly, betraying his hidden affection for the demoness. He gives you a quick glance, as if asking for permission to continue engaging with Estri. The path forward holds its challenges, while Estri offers a dangerous alliance. With your task at hand, and Bogart's strange bond with Estri to consider, you must decide your next move. I can't help but feel betrayed by Bogart and I feel the tension in our bond. I cannot separate my own emotions from Bogart's, as the sudden urge to get closer to Estri overwhelms me. I push it down through some effort. In exchange for what, I ask, there is always a price to be paid with you. Estri tilts her head slightly, her smirk never wavering. Now, now, Cypher, why must you always assume there's an ulterior motive? She feigns hurt, a hand over her heart but the mirth in her eyes belies her true sentiments. She gently pats Bogart's head, giving you an appraising look. Let's say I'm curious about your journey, she says, her gaze intense. You intrigue me, Cypher. I always wondered how much potential you'd unlock, given the right circumstances. She turns away, the tails of her dark cloak billowing behind her. In exchange for my help, all I ask is that you let me tag along, satisfy my curiosity, she proposes, glancing back at you over her shoulder. You know Estri to be manipulative and self-serving, always interested in what she can gain. It's hard to believe she would assist you without an ulterior motive. Still, she offers a powerful alliance, and Bogart seems to trust her in his own way. The decision lies with you, 
Do you allow Estri to join your quest, or do you continue on your path without her? I look to Bogart, asking in that wordless way through our bond about what he believes. He too senses an ulterior motive, but it is not one meant to harm either of us. I sigh and nod my head. You may join us. We are in search of a hermit who has been turning people into werewolves for some reason unknown to us. Bogart and I captured a few, and they told us we could find the hermit near here, and that he is about to perform some ritual. We must stop him before it is too late. Estri's eyes gleam with an unsettling mix of amusement and intrigue at your reluctant acquiescence. She nods, clearly pleased with your decision, but she refrains from making any smart remarks, perhaps understanding the tense atmosphere. A hermit turning people into werewolves, you say? How interesting, she muses. Certainly not your everyday mundane task. She falls into step beside you, and Bogart trots between the two of you, his tail a fiery flicker in the dim light of the forest. It's not lost on you that Estri is careful to maintain a respectful distance, but she is close enough to be able to engage in conversation or react to any threats that might arise. As you walk, Estri keeps her eyes and ears alert, but her demeanor is surprisingly laid back. She seems more like an observer than an active participant in your quest. You can't help but wonder if this is her way of fulfilling her part of the deal, observing and occasionally assisting, but largely keeping your hands off the direct proceedings. Your journey takes you deeper into the woods, guided by the information from the captured werewolves. As you progress, the forest grows denser and darker. The air grows colder and an eerie quiet descends. Suddenly, Bogart stops in his tracks, his ears perked up and his nose sniffing the air. His body tenses, a clear sign that he's detected something unusual. Do you stop to try and sense what Bogart has picked up on, or do you press forward, trusting in your own instincts and the demoness at your side? What is it? I ask Bogart. Bogart's fiery eyes look back at you, communicating a mix of anxiety and urgency. His form shifts slightly, the flames surrounding him flickering intensely. You can feel his heightened senses through your bond, the undercurrent of danger is palpable. The silent communication between you echoes in your mind, a strong smell of decay, a sense of powerful magic at work, the distant echoes of bestial howls. It all points towards the location of the hermit and his ritual. Estri seems to pick up on the tense atmosphere. She raises an eyebrow, glancing between you and Bogart, a small smirk playing on her lips. Well, it seems your hellhound has found our way. Shall we proceed, Cypher? Her words hang in the air, the question clear. Do you push forward and confront the danger head-on, or do you take the time to prepare, maybe setting traps or strategizing before heading into the unknown? I look to the sky, mostly covered by the canopy of trees. There is still light, but dusk is falling. We are running out of time, but I fear too much haste could be dangerous. I know too little about this hermit's powers or what support he might have. Let's scout out the situation. I look around and find a tall tree. Bogart, stay here and howl if you run into trouble, I say. Estri, 
With me, let's have a look at what we're dealing with. I begin to climb the tree. Estri nods at your words, following your lead as you both navigate up the dense branches of an ancient tree. There's an impressive fluidity to her movements, a testament to the raw power and agility that the demoness possesses. As you scale the height, the faint smell of decaying foliage and damp earth grows stronger, a clear indication that you are nearing the site of the ritual. Perched at the top, you survey the scene below. You see a dilapidated cabin nestled in a clearing, its roof partially caved in, the surrounding land desolate and marked with signs of decay. Patches of ground appear to be charred, and some are strewn with bizarre symbols sketched in what looks like blood. A larger symbol is etched in the ground in front of the cabin, its design similar to the artifacts you found earlier. There are several figures wandering aimlessly around the clearing, their forms shifting and changing in the fading light. As they move closer to the symbol, their forms solidify into distinctively werewolf-like features. In the middle of the symbol stands a cloaked figure, the hermit, you presume. He is chanting in a language that sends shivers down your spine, his voice echoing through the silent forest. As he chants, you notice the symbols around him begin to glow with an eerie green light, and the air around the clearing seems to ripple and distort, as if reality itself is being manipulated. From your vantage point, you can now strategize your approach. Do you want to use a direct attack, perhaps leveraging Estri's powers for a surprise assault? Or do you try a stealthy approach, sneaking into the cabin while the ritual is ongoing to take out the hermit and disrupt the ritual? Maybe there's another plan you have in mind. I think carefully, not allowing the urgency to narrow my mind. Direct confrontation seems inevitable, and the fact that the werewolves have already transformed is not a good sign. I look to the sky, no longer obscured by the trees, and see the eclipse has begun, a sliver of black beginning to consume the moon above. The priority is the hermit. He must be stopped, or at least interrupted. I say, Estri, do you think you can distract the werewolves? Perhaps get them to chase you. Then I can sneak up on the hermit and try to stop him. Take Bogart, he can support you. Estri gazes down at the scene, her fiery eyes flicking between the transformed werewolves and the hermit conducting the ritual. She's silent for a moment, then she turns to you, nodding in agreement. I believe I can manage that, Cypher, she says, her voice carrying a surprising amount of sincerity. Just make sure you stop that hermit. With the plan set, you and Estri quickly descend the tree. She takes a moment to talk with Bogart, explaining the plan. You watch as the hellhound listens attentively, his fiery eyes flicking back to you with understanding. Then the demoness sprints off toward the clearing, Bogart close behind, their forms swiftly swallowed by the shadows. Now alone, you grip your weapon tightly, preparing to advance. The noise from the clearing grows louder, the hermits chanting reaching a fevered pitch, the werewolves' howls growing more frantic. The eclipse is advancing steadily, the moon nearly half-consumed by the creeping darkness. The atmosphere is electric, the tension almost palpable. Taking a deep breath, you begin to move towards the clearing, 
your steps as silent as the falling night. Just as you reach the edge, a sudden, deafening roar echoes through the forest. Estri and Bogart's distraction has begun. But will it be enough? Will you reach the hermit in time to stop the ritual? We'll find out next time on Adventure GPT, Episode 4, Eclipse of Betrayal.